I'm hitting all the wrong buttons. <clears throat> so, I had this dream last night where I was trying to surf. And I was out there on the waves with all these other very talented surfers. And, and I was just getting pummeled, crashed, failing. And I felt so pathetic that I crawled up onto the shore, right on the sand. I'm, and I'm sitting there on my, on my surfboard and I'm watching all these other surfers. They're shredding. They're so cool. They look awesome. I'm like, I want to be a part of that. And uh, so I'm sitting here feeling bad for myself and feeling sorry. And, and all of a sudden, this ginormous wave, huge, begins to roll in, picking up all these super talented superstar surfers. And it crashes them down into the sand. And they're, it's a disaster. It's horrendous. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm like, I want to go check on and see people, see if they're okay because it's so bad. And all of a sudden, this wave rolls up into the shore, picks me up off my surfboard, carries me out into the sea. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Um, I, oh, gosh, these all these talented people just died. How can I just, I'm just failing on the little pity pee water waves, okay? So I'm like, oh, oh, frick, oh, no, no. And all of a sudden, the wave begins to curl around me like a cocoon of my surfer spirit. And I'm in the tube now. I'm in the tube of the wave. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like freaking out, but I'm also like so excited and I'm, I feel alive and fulfilled and there's so much energy coursing through me. And I remember trying to scream. I was like, and I couldn't scream because the wave was so beautiful. It was taking my breath away, literally. And I remember like, oh, yeah. And I felt so alive. And I crashed through and went, shoot, and I surfed. Perfect, perfect land. And I came right onto shore somehow. And I was like, wow. And I woke up feeling so fulfilled, excited, and ready to surf. So that was my dream. Um, and dissect that as you please. <laughs> have them wow yeah guys that was my dream hope you guys enjoyed that dissect that as you please i would do a little segment where i where i really detail and get into the stories of my dreams and we can get really analytical bring someone on here to break them down and get to the inner workings the mind of you know me um but we i we shouldn't do that okay because i have a lot of weird fantastical dreams that are just out there and you can't make sense of them at all um like i had one that were uh, so my dad was at a crosswalk with an elderly woman, and and she was hitting the you know the walk button right, and he wanted to go that way with her, but he wanted to touch the button first before her, and she hit it, and he was like, oh, and all of a sudden he reached into his pocket and pulled out two die right, these little dice, little like Yahtzee, and he's just shaking, and she, and she like turns around, hears the little jingling, what what's going on, and he's just here, oh, huh, rolls, and the camera cuts, and I'm watching the die. Lands on two ones and he goes and he's staring her right in the eyes. He doesn't even look at the dice. And then she's like, "What?" And she and then he's like, "Snake eyes." And he clocks her right in the teeth. <laughs> she gets knocked out and he goes on his merry way. I mean, he still gets his dice to, you know, attack whoever else is stopping him from going on the crosswalk. But those are my dreams. So, you know, we can dissect them if you want, but it's probably not going to be for the best. So, you know, I kind of just leave them out in this in the the outer dreamosphere. Um, but anyways, guys, welcome back to Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartoris. Hope you're having a beautiful time, beautiful weekend. Let's go. Let's kick this thing off right with some smiles. Um, I am trying my best okay to stay a little bit more relaxed okay hear me out i know you're like oh come on this again this you've said this 50 something times tristan how can i even believe you'll even attempt such a feat okay look at this look at the casual attire you dress for the role and the job and the person you want to portray okay dress lazy feel lazy act lazy you know what i'm saying so what i'm gonna do right here is grab my hands slip them 
into my pockets, right? Now, it's hard to be excited and out of control when your hands are in your pockets or else you're just looking like one of those um, inflatables outside of a car dealership. Hey, so anyways, I was saying to the guy, what? No way! You know, so if I'm not gesturing, hopefully I can lay it back just a little bit more and really hone it in. Um, so that's what I'm going to be trying to do if I can, um, but I'm really going to try. Try my best, guys. And with that, I also haven't coordinated any notes really whatsoever for the podcast. Is this bold? Yeah, but we're a year in. We're over a year in. It's time to start taking some chances. So, you know, maybe this podcast flops, maybe it doesn't, but I'll tell you this much. It is going to be a relaxed, smooth sailing. Or it won't be. I don't know. Listen, I've tried this so many times, so I'm trying to stay confident frick, um, and, and hopeful that I can really stick to my plans and stick to my guns, but... I have enough evidence to back up that that's probably not going to happen. But regardless, guys, welcome back to the show. This is going to be so weird. Just, um, it's definitely going to fall apart in about two seconds. Um, yeah, what's going on, guys? Hope you're having a beautiful time. It is officially spring. It's officially spring. And, you know, people get excited for spring a lot. And, you know, I live in Ohio where we don't have we don't have spring. We have mud. Okay, so the, the snow melts. The snow... The snow melts, and, uh, you know, and you kind of just, like, screw the pockets. Um, <laughs> I'm done, okay? I blew it. I'm sorry. Um, so the, the snow melts, right, and it just kind of falls apart, and, and you just kind of get this wet, sloppy sort of, um, you know, soil, and there's not really a lot to that. You see in the cartoons and the shows and the movies, like, oh, it's spring. Ah, the flowers begin to bloom, and it just becomes this this beautiful kind of thing, and you walk here in Ohio, huh? you know, and it's just freaking dead. Everything's dead. Nothing's blooming. It's just all wet and dirty and, and, and soggy, okay? It's crappy. Um, and then, and then just snaps. And then sometime in May, you just like open your eyes and it's summer. Um, but we don't get spring. We don't get spring. So it's hard for me to get excited. Like a lot of other people do like, Oh, can't wait to get my spring candles and start getting my spring attire. Everything's getting great. Spring is here. Spring. I don't like spring. I don't like spring at all. Um, but yeah, that's, (laughs) that's, that's all I can say about spring. I will say, however, that with spring comes spring cleaning, you know, and some people are getting excited, some people are dreading it, mostly the hoarders, hoarders dread spring cleaning, because it's a time where everybody looks at them like, hey, what are you doing, you gonna get rid of that mess that you've held on for 363 days, you know, and that really is what spring cleaning was, it was invented for the hoarders to really just, hey, we're gonna give you some time, day, maybe like a few days, weekend, um, to really clean your crap, get it out. And then as soon as spring cleaning ends, as soon as that's over, you get 360-something days to collect some more. And they're like, okay, get it back out and keep on moving. So the hoarders are not having a fun time. They're dreading it. They don't like it. They're scared. And, uh, you know, you probably shouldn't be hoarding things. Okay, It's a dangerous game. Um, I'm, uh, I, think, I think I'm like a hoarder at heart. Like I'm a non-practicing hoarder, but it's like in my blood, right? Um, I do try to collect things. And, I'm, and that's all collections really are in the first place. It's just justified hoarding, right? You look at this stuff. Oh, I got my baseball card. I got all this stuff. Don't look at it. Go collect more, 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 you know, and you just you just say like, oh, it's it's fine. I don't I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to admit this, but you know, secretly I've got my little things, and so I I I try not to be a part of that culture. But something my blood just stirs up, you know. Like I try to collect um movie ticket stubs. I think that's a normal thing. People like to grab every every once in a while. That becomes a, a typical collection at some point. Um, and I was I collected probably about seven. 
of them. And, uh, and all of a sudden, I was like, okay, okay, look at my little collection. Got something going. And then I was looking at them, and it just snapped in my brain. I was like, how long am I going to keep up with this? Okay? How long can I keep up with this madness? Am I, I'm never going to stop going to the movie, so am I just going to stack these tickets to the sky? And I got so overwhelmed, I threw everything out. And uh, so I tried to do that. I tried to do these like little like football foam fingers. You had ton, tons of these little, um, like the things you flick. It's just like a little um, gumball machine kind of stuff. Um, I did that. I did. I was trying to get autographs. I was like, no, screw this. I hate all this. No, I'm like, I love it. I want it, but I can't. Like, I'll, I'll just get out of control. So it's it's just the hoarder in me, right? It's just it wants to come out, but I have to. You have to keep it at bay. You got to contain it because if you do, then spring cleaning comes around and you're screwed anyway. But anyways, yeah. So that is uh, that's spring cleaning. That's hoarding. That's that's the world we live in. Uh, what else is going on, dude? Um. Oh, I do. I've been. I've been working on an audiobook. Okay, I had someone contact me. They said, "Hey, boy, we love your voice." Okay, and I said, "I know, but tell me more." And uh, so I went through a couple auditions, and now I'm 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 narrating an audiobook. I thought it'd be great for the experience, for the credit, and and kind of just go through this thing. And it's really interesting um, because one, I love to talk, but now there's gonna be a whole book of my voice. And what's even better is I'm doing a voice through the whole time. Like, so basically, I'm sitting here. On this log, then I see a fishing rod. I cast it for, reel it in, and there's a hoarder. It's kind of like something like off. Yeah, it's not typically Batman. It's it's kind of just like a, you know, constipation, a little bit with a little twist of you know military um, vibes to it. But anyways, it's 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 cool because so every time I hit, I get into my car and I I plug my phone into the um the dash. It always boots up like my, my Apple Music and, and all my files from my computer, everything's all synced. I don't, I'm not going to explain the technology to you, but all you need to know is that when I plug that in, now my audiobook, like my, my files, are starting to play through this. So I'm just like sitting there, I'm getting ready to leave, and all of a sudden I hear my voice. And I'm like, oh, oh, shoot. Yeah, I'm backing out. And then I sit there for 20 plus minutes listening to myself talk, saying the lines with me. I'm like, oh, man, good one. That was a good spot. Way to go, dude. I'm just like vibing and having a good time with me. And um, so whenever it is finished, I hope other people can enjoy that and have that same experience. But at the very least, I'm going to have a whole book of 13 hours of yours truly. Okay, hands in the pockets. I'm trying to dial it in. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, it's so exciting. It's so much fun. There's something about uh, being so full of yourself that can be very entertaining at times. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, all right. So I was actually dashing again. Um and before I could do that, I had to go and get new temporary tags for my for my car because I didn't get plates yet. So I was going to the BMV, go get these tags. Right? I'm going to roll in there saying, hey, need some tags. Give me that. I'll give you some money. Transaction. And I'm going to be on my merry way. Now, I drove my car there with my expired tags because I live on the edge. And uh, and I go in there and like, hey, need these tags. And like, oh, no. Okay, what you need to do is you need to fail e-check first and then we can give you these tags i'm like okay great well i failed e-check get the thing like no you need to have the actual paper that says you failed like but but my car won't pass e-check i i can i just get it anyway and like no you need to take your car up and go get go get it failed test and then bring the failed documents back and then you can do it i'm like but isn't that illegal if i have to drive the car that already has expired tax and i'll drive that up to the e-check thing get a failed test come back to the with that because they didn't know i had driven there um so like okay fine live on the edge some more i drive up go get this failed check i come back and uh, i'm like all right proof i'm a failure so i give this thing and i give them the title and they're like whoa, whoa 
title isn't moved all the way in your name yet. I'm like, what? Okay, so I apparently I didn't I didn't got the uh, the official title for some reason I thought I already had, and so they're like, okay, you actually got to go like about 30 minutes south of here, and there's a specific place the, the title bureau, and they'll you know they get your name, everything will be all situated. I'm like, okay, great. So hopping back, living on the edge some more, and I'm going to get this thing title, and everyone's like, whoa, and huge lines all the place. So I'm sitting there. I finally get there, and he's like, hey. Sounds good, man. I can hook you up. I'm like, finally, someone says yes. Like, hey, it's going to be $63. What? What? Okay. Do it. I'm not making any money yet. Um, So then he does that, and I got to drive 30 minutes back. Go back to the BMV with all my documents. They're still waiting a long time, and I'm slamming everything down. I've been in this place like three times already because I keep going back and forth and back and forth. I'm like, here. I've done what you said, please, sir. And then they give me this little tiny paper. Finally, that says you can drive for 30 more days. So I spent about, you know, $85 in that whole, you know, journey. And uh, so now I can dash, guys. Now I can dash and go have some fun. And, uh, you know, we'll see how dashing goes. Maybe I'll find some fun stories. Maybe I'll find something good. I, I went out today. And uh, so n- nothing really exciting happens you know just regular dashing now something i will do when i would do this is i'll i'll do both apps i'll do, I'll do like uber eats and you have grubhub and and doordash and i'll put them all on at the same time and and then i'll accept orders from all of them which is exciting because then you're like oh dang i have four different people's food in my right hand see what's going to happen next who am i going to go to who's going to get upset which way will i go and they all go in different varying directions and and i make it so um stressful on myself but i'll tell you what it's exciting it gets a little interesting no pun intended oh oh shoot guys interesting thoughts what am i going to say for that interesting thoughts dude interesting what is interesting Actually, you know what? I sometimes I get so caught up in my brain again. I'm like, wait, what's interesting to the people, to the public? Um, but I just got to remember, dude, that sometimes I got to need to stay in my own brain. What's interesting to me? What have I been thinking about this week? Um, on the topic of spring cleaning, interesting thoughts. Here we go. Skip the details and the blobs. These are my interesting thoughts. Um, okay, so as far as cleaning goes, I don't mean just like spring cleaning, but cleaning, right? When you have guests over. So for one, I have two points. One, why? Okay, so why are we doing that? Why can't we just be authentic and real with ourselves and who we truly know? Like, we'll have family over. Like, um, my brother, dude, my brother lived in this house. He knows the kind of people we are, and things get dirty sometimes because there's a lot of boys, right? So my brother will come over, and we're like, oh, we got to clean. We got to get things right. Sweep, sweep, sweep. Everything's shoved under the rug. You know, everything just get this place tidy. Um, And it just doesn't make sense because... You know, why are, we, why are we trying to dress ourselves up? Especially for people that know us, but, you know, in general, why do we got to dress ourselves up to pretend that we're something better than we are, right? This is our home, our establishment. We make the rules. It's not like going out in public and you got to conform to the society. It's got to be clean and smell good, brush my teeth. Um, this is your own freaking castle. This is your kingdom. You can dress it and play however you want. But, you know, we always we always try to seem, you know, so put together. And so, you know, if, even if it's just a bad day, like, oh, frick, I haven't, I haven't done this it's today. It was clean a couple of days ago. It was clean yesterday, clean this morning, but it's not now. We got to put this thing together because people are coming. I don't like it. I think we should be ourselves. But furthermore, I will say this, that whenever I do have to clean up before guests come over, I immediately have distaste for whoever these people are, right? My own brother, right? His bro- my brother and his wife, they come out here. I love them, love them to death. But if I'm sitting here cleaning for 45 minutes, as soon as I open the door and say, Hey, Tristan, how you doing? It's been some time. I missed you. I'm saying, you, 
you're the reason. And I'm angry, okay? I have I, I have hard feelings toward you, so I'm just ready. Like, hey, what's going on? It's like nothing. I've just been cleaning, waiting for you. These nerds, these people showing up. And um, it's happened multiple times. It doesn't matter who it is. Might love them to death. Might love them to pieces. They might come in here. I'm like so excited. And I'm like, let's clean up, get ready for them. I'm like, oh, oh, oh you guys. Um, so, you know, I could just point the finger at myself and be less filthy. But I won't. I'll point the finger at these people for showing up and demanding or suspecting. Society, society. This is getting way too deep for an, an intellectual com. Ha, yeah, it's just getting way too deep for something. This podcast, we don't do intellectual commentary. We just stay on the surface. Um, but yeah, it's 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 too deep, and I don't I don't want any part of it, guys. So. I'm going to keep on doing it because this isn't my house. But anyways, <laughs> that was just my interesting thought. And, you know, it's a, it's, it's got to be a tricky situation. I'll think about it more. But that's just kind of what's been, been in my brains. I hate cleaning in general. And I don't like it when people show up to the house because then I have to clean and pretend like I'm not a piece of crap. Not saying I am, but I shouldn't have to pretend that I'm no crap. Everyone's a little crappy. We've all got a little crap in us. That's just science. But, um, yeah, so I, I just want to be me authentically and unapologetically me and, and whatever comes with that. But... Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So what, are, what else is going on? What's happening? Oh, dude, car washes, right? I have seen a plethora of car washes opening up. I don't just mean like in my area, but like on the same freaking road in like one block with just a few degrees, few freaking feet away from each other. Why are there so many car washes? I don't know if it's some sort of money laundering front or what's going on, but I am putting them on my goggles of skepticism and saying, well, there seems to be four, maybe even a fifth car wash opening up soon, very, very close to each other. Do they know something they don't? Here at Skepticism 101, we begin to dissect the choices of the local buildings with four car washes. Five are the people surrounding the area of Ohio. Are they filthy? Is there mud brewing? Perhaps is a storm. Is something bad about to happen? Why open a fifth car wash? Tune in next time. We'll tell you here at Professor Skepticism 101. We dissect everything that's going on. I'm putting on my goggles. I'm skeptical. I'm suspicious. And I'm on to you. I don't have any conclusions yet, but oh, I feel interested, say the least. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't know what you could even be doing. Why, why have so many? How many buildings do you need to have Cars, right? I don't even live like in a popular huge area. One car wash is plenty. One place. You don't need to keep opening them up across from each other like it's some sort of rival in karate dojo. It's like, oh, you want to wash cars like that? Check this out. We'll wash them even better. Maybe even twice as fast with a smaller building. Here we go. We need another one. Let's build up a second car wash. Like, now it's the Transformers battle. I don't know where this is going, but uh, hands in the pockets. Stay calm down. Um, but yeah, dude, I don't know what's going on with the car washes. I am interested and I'm skeptical. Something's happening. I don't, I, maybe it's something illegal, but that's not as interesting as saying that, you know, there's a storm. They have the, on the ecosystem, they got the freaking breakdown, the weather channel. They know something's coming like, oh, they're about to be in for it. Pay, dirt is coming. Get ready. On my all new audiobook, The Fifth Car Wash, the storm was rising near and all the people of Ohio started to scream. But when we opened up our 18th car wash, relief and justice was found. So anyways, uh, I think that's almost everything I have to talk about today. Um, I, I did not accomplish my goal of um, trying to stay chill 
and relax. Um, I did get a little bit excited there, especially with the car washes. And, you know, the hands were definitely not in the pockets. But, you know, I had fun nonetheless. And I hope this was a good podcast. Hope you guys had fun. Hope you made you smile. Hope you're having a beautiful time. Hope you guys are not hoarders. But if you are, you know, this is a good time to make the change and make the turn. Because it's, it's spring cleaning time. It's time to really take hold and take accountability for our actions and just really and really move on to that because how long can you collect you can't do it forever okay so clean that out and make room for some more collections and clean it. you're just following the same path so if you have space in your house or something like that you feel like you have to keep filling it and collecting this is as a psychology not a major but you know i did take psychology in college you know hoarding technically what i would say well hoarding is uh it's it seems to be a problem with people who feel they have an empty spot in their in their life and they and they begin to feel it but not with you know the plethora of other um, outlets and things that we seem to fill ourselves with that are can be more deadly, you know, such as tobacco or drugs or, or alcohol, but they seem to fill the physical space around them rather than looking inside, they begin to fill outwards to feel complete and whole. And if you had that kind of space, sorry, I'm broken, I was breaking character, mm, um, you know, begin to fill it with something healthy, something positive. Build a home gym. If you have an extra room, build that space and don't don't begin to fill it with such, such you know, minutiae, right? Um, so I would say that. And I don't know who's who all the characters blend together because i did say yeah um guys hope you have a beautiful time and you know have ready get ready for the spring cleaning don't clean up if people are coming near so i don't know i'm really we're playing both sides of the fence but guys love you so much have a beautiful weekend this is full circus